moment that you fear most in football staring you right in the face. Pitch to Walter, looking for the record, cuts back, he's got it! Historians may debate whether Chicago's defense was the best unit ever to play the game. Go Bears! Welcome to the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2 and ESPN 1000. Here are your hosts, Jeff Miller and Dion Miller. Getting you set for Bears and Ravens live today at Soldier Field. Your three and six Chicago Bears who have now dropped four straight games against the Baltimore Ravens at six and three, who are awaiting word as to whether or not their starting quarterback, the once league MVP Lamar Jackson, will be available today. And I, Jeff Miller, along with Dion Miller, have just watched Dion. A video of Lamar Jackson, courtesy of Stacey Dales of the NFL Network, walking in very gingerly due to illness, non-COVID related. And he does not look like the Lamar Jackson we're used to seeing on the field. Jeff, we all know that feeling of like, I have to get up and move, but I really don't want to get up and move. I think that's what we saw from Lamar Jackson gingerly walking in, which is a bit surprising considering he was fully active on Friday, was able to go through practice, but maybe pushing himself a little bit too much and trying too hard and the Ravens just covering their bases by putting him back on that injury report in case he is unable to go today. And and the question though that is out there, Jeff, is if he isn't able to go, will it matter? Will this Bears team be able to somehow find a way to snap this losing streak? Yeah, no, it's huge because at three and six now you do feel like the season is starting to get away from the Bears. We have plenty to break down. We will be talking about Lamar Jackson. We expect to get word. Of course inactives will be in around ten thirty, so we'll get you the news about whether or not Lamar Jackson will be starting for the Ravens as soon as we have it. Of course, we've got the Khalil Mack news. He has been placed on injured reserve, season-ending injury, foot surgery. He will be done for the season. We will have word from Matt Nagy. But, of course, I should mention... We're at the Points Bet Sportsbook in Prospect Heights. They have rolled out the red carpet for us. It's lovely. Smattering of cheers. We love it, guys. Thank you. Yes, we're here from 10 to noon, so come on out, say hello, and get yourself a Points Bet Sportsbook account. Get signed up. It's a perfect day to get out here, get registered, and get yourself on the Points Bet app, which I do enjoy. We'll be talking to Teddy Greenstein about 10.50 today. We'll check in with Jeff Dickerson live from Soldier Field at 11.15 as well, and we'll do Deanne's notebook a bit later on as well. But it is interesting because now at 3-6 and six after a – look – the Monday night game, it was fun to watch Justin Fields before we you know, uh, left each other for the bye. We were getting set in the first Midwest Bank uh, studio, State Street studio, and we were previewing the Steelers game. And I thought the game as a whole was a, a good – it was a good vibe for Bears fans despite the result, right? Justin Fields right. really, I think, gave us all some hope and optimism. And that's actually what we were talking about leading up to that game is it was – it would be nice to see – the player and the athlete that they drafted show it at the NFL level, and I think he finally did he on did. the Monday night game. He did, in, in a way that we felt like he not only belonged, but he had a space in that elite conversation. And that's some of the things that we'll talk about later in the notebook, but I noticed that, that there is such a rally around this kid, and he's, he's so young but so aware of what he's doing. And it felt good to him. It felt good to the Bears. 
it, they need to win. They need to win. If there's anything we heard this week, though, around Hallis Hall, is they need to actually now see that translate into a much-needed victory for a team on a four-game skid for the third straight season. Mm. Like, here we are. I mean, as much as I wanted to get excited coming out of the bye week and say, okay, we, we got this great momentum from Justin Fields. I mean, everybody on the team knows that he's able to do what he can do. But, but oh, by the way, like, the reality is – you say that the season hasn't gotten away. I think it has. Yeah. I think that at this point they are just focused on Justin's development and seeing what that can look like for moving forward as opposed to what it means for 2021. And we didn't even mention also Allen Robinson listed as doubtful. Don't yes. expect him to play today. So it's going to be all about Justin Fields today at Soldier Field as they take on the Ravens against a Ravens secondary that is certainly one that is not one of the better ones in the league. That's something that Justin Fields should have the opportunity to take advantage of. And as as long as the Bears' defense, I think, can hold somewhat steady, I think this is a very winnable game based on what we're seeing from Lamar Jackson. A, a thousand percent. He is the game. He is super man. I mean, he just is. I mean, there's no other quarterback in the league in the top ten in both passing and in rushing. Like, he, he's ridiculous. And as he walked in in that video, he looks like he could be Clark Kent today because there's no doubt that he did not – You'll never know until you get out into the field. We won't know what we're going to witness. But the reality is that you don't see professional athletes walk in the way he walked in to Soldier Field today and expect him to go out. And I'll be honest, if he does play anywhere near his capabilities, this is going to go down as a game, the Lamar Jackson illness game, however you want to call it. (laughs) I was just going to say, Michael Jordan called and said anything is possible. (laughs) And and Scottie Pippen is waiting and ready to go to jump and talk about how how playing with the flu is not that impressive. But look, Lamar Jackson doesn't look right. Walking, right. into the, walking into Soldier Field today. So that's something we're going to be monitoring. The next question is, will he be starting for the Ravens? Because as you mentioned, he was added to the injury report on Saturday after being a full participant in practice on Friday. Kind of seemed like he was going to be set to go. And then yeah. I don't know. We don't know what happened. I mean, no. because certainly earlier in the week, he, he had the illness. And we were getting word that, okay, he's not feeling great. But you, you usually feel like in the NFL, when you're a full participant on Friday, you don't generally see guys especially then because not of illness pers- not right play. right right a thousand percent and they've confirmed over and over again this is not covid related so it's just a virus that he some seem simply can't shake at this point i mean he didn't practice on wednesday or thursday and and from what he said on friday you felt like he had kind of turned the corner he's like i feel so much better but that video did not encourage any ravens fan that's for sure and to hear also that he that that they've activated their third stringer and now will Tyler Huntley, Tyler Huntley, let's get to know Tyler Huntley. I mean, this is someone who we didn't even know his name 48 hours no, ago. And no, yes. now he could be the one starting against a, Bear, a Bears defense that is extremely shorthanded. Let's not even pretend that they, they have the, the personnel to, to stop Lamar Jackson, maybe a Tyler Huntley, but I'm not sure about Yeah, second-year quarterback out of Utah, Tyler Huntley, if he's actually the starter for the Ravens today, all of a sudden this game goes from a game where you don't expect the Bears to win to absolutely a must-win situation. Yeah. It's probably a must-win anyway uh, because at 3-6, and six, if you fall to 3-7 and seven, uh, on a five-game losing streak, yeah. all of a sudden things go completely sideways. And forget the fact that you're now – you probably not. You're not even on the graphic, the in the hunt graphic. You no, don't even get. <laughs> you don't even get that benefit of the doubt. No, they you, shouldn't be there right now. No, they shouldn't. But friend. right now, you know, they're trying to pretend like everybody's still in the race. Yeah. And with seven playoff spots, it's you know, it's a possibility. But if you lose your fifth straight 
going into the Thanksgiving Day against the Lions, which we will have your pregame for you from 9 to 11 on Turkey Day. So make sure that when you, <laughs> as you're getting all the uh, fixings ready, as you're cooking around the house, turn on ESPN 1000 because yes. Deion Miller and I will be here for you, getting you set for Bears and Lions. Get ready, folks. And <laughs> we have two pregames in five days. Two My Bears games, two pregames in five days. That's a lot of Miller and Miller, let me uh, tell you. That, <laughs> it really is. But By the way, right. guys, uh, yes. this yeah. coming in from Jeff Zriebeck, who's the athletic yes. reporter for the Ravens. He says that Tyler Huntley just jogged onto the field for warm-ups. So no Lamar Jackson out there, but Tyler Huntley is out there right now. All right, so we're going to be, again, monitoring that situation. That's Tyler Aki back at the studio. We're going to be monitoring that situation throughout the pregame show until we get the inactives. And then if Lamar is indeed active, all of a sudden you assume he's the starter. But I suppose there's a possibility, too, even if he's active, Dion, there's a possibility, depending on the way it goes, either there could be a quick hook. If he's not feeling well, this could be the situation where all of a sudden Tyler Huntley is headed in after a second or third series if things don't go poorly. So I think everything's kind of on the table today in terms of what we're going to see from Lamar Jackson and, and the Ravens. Until, until we get that inactive report, we have, to, we have to wonder because he is the type of athlete and, that will push, right? He will, if he, can, if yeah. he feels like he can go at all, he will push. Now, the way that he – that video now that has uh, clearly gone viral, like everybody in Chicago has already probably seen it, but the way that he walked into the stadium and didn't, didn't look up and just kind of – it just looked like he wanted to curl up on the couch. I mean, that's just, you know, like if he doesn't feel good – then he's not going to play well. I mean, so why push it in, is what I think. He, he looked like a person who was, you know, he looked like, you know, as a 40-year-old yesterday, I was sore because my, I, I, I did a little extra ride on the Peloton. All of a sudden, my hips were sore. Yeah. So I was walking around <laughs> gingerly around the house yesterday. Lamar Jackson walked into Soldier Field like I was walking around my house yesterday, and he's not 40 years old, and he and I'm not expected to go out and rush for I'm not the seventh-leading rusher I, in I the NFL. Correct. I mean, I was going to say, no offense to Peloton, which I love, yes, near yes, and dear yes. to my heart, but not quite the same as an NFL so, Sunday. <laughs> but he was walking around like I was walking around yesterday, so it'll be interesting to see what he is, if he's available, if he's available. and whether or not he's going to be his or close to his standard self today for the Ravens. I want to go back, though, to the the fact that the Bears do not have Akeem Hicks mm-hmm. or Khalil Mack, but knowing that Khalil Mack is out for the season, I think that that kind of came and went on Friday with, with this, like, okay, not, not super surprising based on how much they were trying to trying to get him back, and he was kind of like hanging out there, not really doing much, hadn't practiced in several weeks. But to have that confirmed, I think that is that does change things for this defense, to know that he is not available at all, not coming back. I mean, they activated his brother for this game today. Yes. So, like, he's not, he's not coming back at all. And I think that is, that's huge for this defense because as much as he hadn't been out there the last couple of games, he, there is a huge drop-off between him and a Travis Gibson. Like, oh, no the, doubt. The, like, there's, it's no, no comparison. I it's would, Lamar Jackson to Tyler Huntley. You take – now, it's also – you have to wonder about the mental status of some of the Bears players on defense as yeah. well because it's one thing – when you're fighting through three games with the idea that, look, maybe Khalil can, Mack yes. can come back. And they – look, I, they, I thought – of course that 49ers game was rough. Mm-hmm. But I thought they did a pretty good job in Pittsburgh. You know, like we, we haven't touched on it yet, but I'm sure there will be time throughout the uh, Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show to touch on some of the awful, absurd calls that really <laughs> did hurt the Bears' defense yeah. and extend some of the drives. But – the, it's one thing to go out there you know, for three or four games with the intent that maybe if we can get through this, Khalil Mack will be back. But yeah. now there's kind of a different mentality where you shift as a defense and you say, all right, look, 
we lost our bona fide stud. Mm-hmm. He's gone for the year, and now we need to do more. And you wonder if that's going to have a cascading effect on some of the other players on the defense. You know, if you give up a touchdown or two early, is it easier to pack it in without your, you know, your real leader on defense available for you? Uh, of course, of course. I think that's the danger that's there. Is that that I don't? I wouldn't want to say. I would never put it past any of these guys to say like, oh, they're they're just giving up. I don't. I don't think they would ever do that. The effort will still be there. It's just, do they have the talent or the ability to make up for that? And yeah. that's that's the biggest question when it comes to this defense and the inconsistencies we've seen from them across the board has been like. The, the tackling hasn't been consistent, and they're they just they don't have the personnel to to blitz the Ravens the way that the Dolphins exactly. did, right? So mm-hmm. so where are they going to hang their hat today? That that's a big question, and no. and how much pressure will they even be able to get without Akeem up front? Absolutely, that the uh, the uh, zero coverage that the Dolphins really used to a a to, used in a manner that really caught the Ravens off guard yeah. guard last Thursday night really made them look uh, deficient and now the Ravens have the op- have had the opportunity to go back watch some tape and prep for that in addition to the fact what you just said the Bears really don't have the secondary that the Dolphins have in order to no. Uh, use that type of system to excel. So I don't even, even if they wanted to, I don't know if the Bears could use it to the same effectiveness that the Dolphins did. So that's something that we're going to be talking about throughout the show. Again, we'll check in with Jeff Dickerson about 11.15 later today. Teddy Greenstein is going to join us at 10.50, and we will have the inactives for you right around 10.30 to let you know if Lamar Jackson is indeed available, although we do know that Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks are out. And, again, it seems like Allen Robinson will not be available for the Bears either. Listed as doubtful. So plenty to cover here on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show live at Prospect Heights, the Club Hawthorne Points Bet Sportsbook in Prospect Heights. Come out and join us. We're here for you up until noon today, getting you set for Bears and Ravens. I'm Jeff Miller along with Deanne Miller. Up next, we'll give you Deanne Miller's notebook on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show brought to you by Valparaiso University and 3G. This is the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show live from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Prospect Heights with ABC 7's Dion Miller and ESPN 1000's Jeff Miller. Listen to Chicago's home for sports on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000. Big game on the lakefront as the Bears host the Ravens today. A 3-6 and six Bears squad that really needs a win today. Would set up nicely if they could get this win with the yeah. 0-8-1 Lions awaiting them on Thursday in Detroit. So if the Bears can win today with Lamar Jackson right now, his status up in the air. And again, we'll find out probably in about 10 minutes whether or not he's active. So if the Bears can actually pull this one out and without Lamar Jackson, it certainly goes back on the table as a much more realistic proposition. Completely. And then have the Lions waiting for them on Turkey Day. That would be the best of everything for the Bears it right would now. Be, it would be awesome to see them put together two wins, to have, to have Justin Fields' development actually produce the results that they want would be a huge momentum for this team. I, I, I don't think playoffs are even on the table, but it would just be a midseason turn that they could, they could point to and say, okay, this is the moment where things started to trend in that right direction and make everybody feel better about what's been happening in and around Hallis Hall. Lose again today, make it five in a row uh, for a second straight season, and then head into that game on Thursday on a short week when you're already, mm-hmm. the injury report is already 
too long, like that is that that shouldn't sit well with anybody. So, and it's interesting you say that because I'm with you. It doesn't feel like the playoffs are within reach, especially when you consider right now the Bears are sitting only above the Lions in the conference at three and six. But, oh, but gosh. I'll say the Panthers are five and five in that seven seven spot, right? Right. So. If the Bears find a way to win today against the Ravens, and again, with Lamar Jackson's status, uh, that's certainly a possibility right now. If they can get to 4-6 and six, and then you go and beat the Lions on Thanksgiving, you're 5-6 and six and you're right back in the mix. I know. As, as, as silly as that feels. And oh, by the way, you still have two games left with Minnesota, who also is sitting there at 4-5. Four four and five. And five. So all of a sudden, if you can win two games, things the, the whole narrative around the Bears and the entire season gets more interesting. But what have you seen that indicates oh, of course, that they I haven't seen any two games on, in a row. But honestly, I didn't expect the Bears to make a playoff run last year. No, agree. After agreed. they had won, after they had lost six in a row, right? So right. I never expected that to happen. And sure enough, they found their way into a playoff game, whether or not it was really anything Bears fans felt good about, especially losing to the Saints, you know, right. is a whole other story. But I know that's exactly what Matt Nagy is clinging to. And whether they do that or not, they're going to have to do so without Khalil Mack, as yeah. we talked about at the top. Matt Nagy joined the – he met the media on Friday and talked about – he was asked, hey, what's going on with Khalil Mack? Can you give us a few more specifics, Coach? Well, he, he – uh, his is, um, you know, getting into his toe – so, uh, you know, it, it's, it's part of the foot, and he's, it's stuff that he's been, again, dealing with. And we've been, for, for weeks, he's trying to, to get through it. And this is, you know, through, through him and our doctors and everybody else, this is a part of the game, and you try to, you know, handle things the right way. And I, I just know, I know he's frustrated because he's such a competitor, but this is the best thing, you know, for him and the best situation to, to be able to help him out and get it fixed. My takeaway was the toe is part of the foot. <laughs> I know. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Like a real firm grip mm-hmm. on the obvious there, Matt Nagy. I, that didn't really tell me much of anything other than they've tried and he needs surgery. And I don't know why he couldn't just say that without going into all these little side notes of, well, it's a part of the game. Yeah, we know, Coach. Mm-hmm. We know. And a sad one at that for this defense that has struggled mightily this year and is aging by the minute. And now Khalil Mack's going to get a year older and, and then come back out on the field from surgery and we'll see what that looks like. I mean, it just leaves, uh, to me, more questions than answers, which is what I feel like every time we hear Matt Nagy speak. And so there was the follow-up. Could Cleo Mack make the injury worse by playing on it? No, it's not. that. It's, it's the, you know, in sports in general and in this contact sport like this, you're going to get, you know, injuries. And so every person's a little bit different. And, again, uh, the details that he has with our trainers and doctors and what he's been through day-to-day is, is on them and, and where it's been to. I just know that the, the big picture for him and for us is that he fought like hell to, to try to get through that pain, you know, that you have. And then there's the medical side of it. Uh, uh, it there's one thing to play through pain. There's another thing to make it worse, you know. That's what I was going to ask. Did the pain get too much or was there fear that it would get worse if he kept playing? Uh, I don't – probably a little bit of both. And in retrospect, do you, do you wish he would not have played through it? No, that's not – no, for, for him and for us and everything we've done, I mean, he's uh, – again, for, for, for all of us, you just get to a point where you're trying to play and make the right decision each week for him, uh, strictly for him, and whatever he's able to do for himself will help us if he can play. But then there comes the, the, the physical – part of it, you know, the anatomy part of it, and I think that's where we're at. Is it fair to, is it fair to suggest or, or think that playing on it, playing through it while valiant did not help? 
I don't think so. I I I, uh, I don't know that exact answer. You'd probably have to ask the doctors and and uh, and Khalil. But I appreciate him. We all, you know, they, all these guys right now at this point in time are playing through injuries. Injuries. Some are more significant than others. So you'd have to ask them. So there's your head coach Matt Nagy discussing Khalil Mack being done for the season with foot surgery. Of course, Khalil Mack now over the age of thirty, and yeah. I think the question. I think a fair question to ask Bears fans right now, Dion, 312-332-3776, is if you had to do it over again, would you still make the trade? Yeah, I think you would. All right. I think you would based on, I guess, 2018, on 2018 was fun. It was, 2018 it was, was a great fun. year. But we've also, even at the beginning of this year, when when Robert Quinn was hitting and the way that they started yeah. together, you you saw something that was reminiscent of 2018, but more more of the form you, of why they are paying Khalil Mack as much money as they are. Like you saw, they were, they were leading the league in sacks. Mm-hmm. And then it just all dried up. And now was that because of his injury, because he was trying to play through something he shouldn't have, that apparently didn't make it worse by playing through it? but still needed to be shut down for the rest of the season? Is that what Matt Nagy said? Again, I come out with more questions than answers, Jeff. I, I, this we, is why we're sighing we, 20 we, minutes into the show. <laughs> I, listened, I listened to his press conferences, and then I go back and I listen to them, and we cut Same. them up for, for the radio, for our show, and then we play them on the radio, and I still feel like I know less when I listen yes. to him more than prior to him speaking. There are some, Every answer, time. some answers are four and a half to five minutes long. Of nonsense. Of nonsense. Um, this is not okay. nonsense per with it. Josina Anderson on Twitter. She just tweeted out uh, moments ago, I'm told Lamar Jackson is, quote, not doing well enough to play, quote, per league source. So it doesn't sound like Lamar Jackson is going to be available. Josina Anderson usually pretty plugged in. Again, that's not definitive just yet. We'll know if he's, if he's made an active in five away. minutes. We'll know that he's not going to play. If he's active, I guess the question would be, you know, will he start? Because I still think that might there's a possibility that they make him active. And if they roll with three quarterbacks, there's a possibility he's active. And if for some reason he feels better throughout the game, maybe they would put him in and, you know, try and see how it goes. I think everything is kind of on the table right now. But it doesn't sound like uh, he's feeling great right now and may not play today. So we'll well. Uh, Friend of the show, Dan mm-hmm. Weederer, yes. uh, says Lamar Jackson is going through warm-ups and looks okay on the field right now. That was with, again, that was about two minutes. So, all right, ago. so we're we're uh, we've got battling I love reports. This. this is so fun. This um, is, I'm like I've never I've not really been on the edge of my seat for uh, an active. So and, again, and I'm sort of there. I know we we finally have one that is truly going to that actually swing. Make, it makes a difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, the direction where it's not Rashard Perryman. So this question, is a real athlete. The question <laughs> is though, if he's out on the field, is the assumption that he's going to be you know 75 percent of what he's normally capable of? You, do, would you just say, look, he's a professional athlete. If he's out in the field. I expect, you know, listen, if he's not moving around like he normally does, all of a sudden this Ravens offense isn't nearly as scary as it looks like it is when he's out there. Well, 100%. But the question is, like, is he at 75% still able to beat the Bears? Probably. A shorthanded Bears yes. defense? Probably. And this was well, the questions we were asking this week before we knew Khalil Mack wasn't going to be out there. Were, were, is, is a Khalil Mack at 75% better than having no Khalil Mack at all? And, and is, the, is that what... They, the Ravens would be weighing yeah. right now is is Lamar Jackson at sixty five to to eighty percent better than than not having him at all that sure. better than Tyler Huntley yeah no I listen I I feel like the reality is that if Lamar is out there he's probably you would you would expect him to be able to run this offense. is no, breaking okay, news there it is. Oh. on Chicago's home for sports ESPN one thousand. 
Tyler Aki jumps in with a breaking news sounder, which leads me to believe that we do have some definitive news. And I am looking right now via Ian Rappaport. Source, Ravens Lamar Jackson, questionable with an illness, is out. out. Versus the Bears. We got a yes here in yes, the crowd. I love absolutely. it. Listen, it's a Bears pregame show, so it looks like all of a sudden Tyler Huntley is slated to get the start for the Bears. Lamar Jackson is out versus the Bears per a source from Ian Rappaport. Wow. So there you go. As I mentioned, uh, oh, and from Adam Schefter, it's the it, Lamar Jackson officially inactive versus the Bears. So Tyler Huntley will start for the Bears, and there you go. There Now we don't no longer have to wonder. Now we know that all of a sudden – this game, which looked very difficult on paper, all of a sudden looks like one that is very winnable for the Bears today if they can go out and do offensively what they were able to do against the Steelers last week. I listen, if they can't stop the Ravens with Tyler Huntley, we've got some issues. Forget the, some this issues. Is, this is the blessing they needed, Dion. Uh, yes. Yes, they need this. Mm-hmm. Their chances to win a must-win game have just gone up. I mean, this is the this is the break they need to kind of start putting something together that makes them that makes them feel better about the way that game ended in Pittsburgh and, and what they are taking from that. They all felt that momentum. Their, their quarterback is coming along. This should this should even bolster the offense to feel like they can do something too because this is not this is not a shutdown defense they're facing. This is a defense they can score on. So will they be able to do that? with Justin Fields kind of picking up where he left off before the bye week and now knowing that that defense, even shorthanded, has a much better chance. What can you what can you tell me about Tyler Huntley? I can tell you that he went to Utah, that Same. I believe he's thrown 15. I can't even tell you that definitively. 15 say, passes in his career? We'll have to ask Jalen Johnson. Like it's 11. Uh, yeah, we can ask Jalen Johnson about him. I, I don't think we'll get an audience with Jalen Johnson within the next 90 minutes, Tyler. But um, I'm sure we, I'm sure they'll ask him about it post game. But yeah, Tyler Huntley, I believe I look, I was looking this morning. I thought he had thrown like 15 passes. If, okay, if that, if that, uh, yeah. So he, so he, less than 20. So yes, yes, I feel pretty comfortable saying he's thrown less than 20 passes in his career. I don't know much about like the style that he is. How will they now, have to so change he's, the playbook? He, no, he, uh, they, when they drafted him. They did so deliberately with the idea that they could run a very similar offense. So okay. I don't. So I don't expect the Ravens' offense. They're going to be. They'll still be RPO heavy. Um, Tyler Huntley's a mobile quarterback who is going to give you some of the same dynamics that uh, that that um, Lamar Jackson does out there. So yes, here, but, here, and okay, I pull up ahead. his stat page, yes. Dion. So in his career, well, that's this year. He's five for eleven. He's five for eleven this year. This five season. for eleven this season. And I know he threw a few passes last year. Yeah, he was so three for five total. So he's eight for sixteen in his career. Fifty-four yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and but he has actually run the ball thirteen times for thirty-three yards. So clearly, this even is, though he's running the ball, he's not doing so nearly as effectively as. Can Lamar I Jackson. say where where Baltimore's edge remains now in a game today? Coaching. Because they are yes. – <laughs> I love yes. the sigh. Yes. So, again, this is where – 10.30, Deanne <laughs> Dian provoked the sigh out of me. I did, I'm not wrong. It ha, it's coaching. John Harbaugh know knows – I should, I, be, I, able, I should I know, be able I to affect the uh, line on when Meller will sigh <laughs> in the Points Bet Sports Book Game that, Show. Is that on the yet, I can't help this myself. This is oh, no. breaking news. Oh, boy. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. It's coming in fast and furious. Tyler, what so do you exciting. have? A couple more notable inactives for this game. No Allen Robinson for the Bears and yeah, no Eddie expected. Jackson as no well. No Eddie Jackson. Yeah, and, and both those were kind of expected uh, at this point. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Jackson dealing with that hamstring injury. So um, out there in the cooler weather, even though the weather actually looks pretty good for 
offensively what the Bears are going to try and do today. But the truth is that, yes, as uh, as Tyler just mentioned, Eddie Jackson is inactive along with Nick Foles, Allen Robinson, Damian Williams, Artie Burns, Jesper Horstead, and Akeem Hicks. Those round out the seven inactives for the Bears today. So I'm, I'm not as... I'm not, again, not surprising, but I'm not as concerned about Allen Robinson not being out there because of the connection that that Justin Fields has with Darnell Mooney. That's fair. But you know what? I will give you a counterpoint to that. Okay. We'll do that next, and we'll take oh. your calls. 312-332-3776. The She's Deion Miller. The I'm Jeff Miller. This is the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on ESPN 1000. This is is the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Live from the Points Bet Sportsbook in Prospect Heights. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Welcome back to the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Miller along with Dion Miller live from the Prospect Heights location. Come on out and join us. Sign up for your Points Bet account here today. And if you're just joining us, we were talking as we went to break about the inactives and the fact that Lamar Jackson has been made inactive today for the Baltimore Ravens. He joins Marquise Brown, their best wide receiving option. Uh, Jimmy Smith, Anthony Everett, uh, Cedric Ogaby, Miles Boykin, and Brandon Williams. So, of course, Lamar Jackson being added to Marquise Brown. That's your headliner there. And for the Bears, as we mentioned, Eddie Jackson, Akeem Hicks, and Allen Robinson all inactive. The big ones. Along with the fact that we know that Khalil Mack has been placed on injured reserve with season-ending foot injury. So some big names on the inactive list. Totally. And a big opportunity, though, for Justin Fields today to put it all on his shoulders and go out and have a productive day again. In, that uh, was that was so exciting. It was. All of that breaking as quickly as it did. And it, now here we are with a totally different turn. Our pregame has taken a turn. Because yes. now it feels like now my brimming with positivity is like overflowing. Yes. Now I feel like <laughs> the optimism is oozing as the Bears get set for this game. That they desperately need to win. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's certainly something that it feels like if they don't take advantage of this, the season goes off the, off rails, the rails pretty quickly. For, for not only the team, but... But for then the questions about the coaching staff just become even louder. And if they're unable to take care of this yeah, today, things can go. Tyler Huntley's first career start. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the Bears' defense is shorthanded, but his first career start, he can he can run their offense. But how how effective can he be on the road mm-hmm. in a different environment? Like I I just this is such a good opportunity for the Bears to show that they are. They are able to salvage this and be as resilient as Matt Nagy continues to say that they are. And every time he says that, I roll my eyes. You don't want to talk about how your team is so great at coming out of losing streaks. But if they really (laughs) are. I mean, listen, like, can we talk about in terms of like not really an accomplishment? Like, I'm sorry, but I would once the losing streak hits three games. No, 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 no. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you credit for being resilient coming out of a six-game losing streak and the losing streak at three games yes. and the losing streak at four games. Don't, don't get l- in a losing streak. Don't let like, it get to six. What yes. are you talking about? Yeah. After a five-and-one start. Like, yes, a phony five-and-one start. But that's yes. that was well, e- all they want to talk about is how we bounced back from losing six in a row. Listen, they were, That's not something to hang your hat on, They friends. were three-and-two this year, and now they've lost four in a row. And I what, know. You know, they, again, a phony three-and-two start. Yes. You know, they yeah. beat— and they not be- a shocking losing streak either. No, they it beat really the, isn't. They beat the Lions at home. They beat 
a Vegas team that was, you know, the last game that John Gruden never, will probably ever be a head coach for. Yes. And was clearly dealing with its own turmoil, probably more than we realized at the time. You know, because oh, 100%. We were, it, that news, remember, happened on Friday, the John Gruden email leaks. And all of a sudden, the game where the Bears were visiting Vegas took a – all of a sudden it was like, all right, is this going to be a distraction? And then before you knew it, on Monday night, John Gruden was being let go let because go. of yeah. more issues. So that – Three and two start clearly looks fraudulent, just like last year's five but and one start, right? Can we say this? It's been October tenth is the last time the Bears won a game. Yeah, on November twenty first. November twenty first. It's Thanksgiving. Not not ideal. What? No. It, now you you were giving me credit for being uh, a great teaser, and can I admit <laughs> something? Were. I forgot what I teased. <laughs> do, you re- do you remember the no Tyler? Either. Tyler, do you have any idea? I was going to offer we, up can a we counterpoint. Roll the tape? You were. You were. Does like, anybody really? know what I was? My counterpoint to Dion's was. <laughs> Not the point, but what were we talking about, Tyler? We've had all this breaking news. You have any? Well, idea? I've been it? breaking news tracking. I, I'm I'm going to be honest. I was no half listening, so <laughs> I'm not if sure. You're listening and Listen, you remember? Ha- call us. Does ha- anyone in the room remember what he said? I'll I was like, honest. oh my gosh, that was such a good tease. Ha- um, half listening is fifty percent more than I expected, Tyler. So I'll take it. <laughs> you know what? Well, we'll get back to it. I'm I'm sure it will dawn on me at some point. I apologize. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I have there. no idea. Either. I have that's no idea what fantastic. I was what we were talking about. But uh, let's try Cullen, who is actually in Vegas. Let's try Cullen, who wants to talk about the Khalil Mack trade and whether or not it was worth it for the Bears. Cullen, you're on with Deanne Miller and Jeff Miller. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Um, what is up is that the, the Mack trade was obviously a wonderful thing to do. It was the right thing to do. For usual, what the Bears do when they do, when they actually go get a big name, they don't build around that big name. They do nothing to help support that big name. So, I, if anything, I just feel terrible for wasting Cleo Mack's time because he can be losing career. He did, and I feel the Bears have just stepped on him and ruined it for him. And, I mean, but would I do it again? Of course I would do it again, but I would do it again with a completely different regime involved and actually have competent people who, who, don't, say, who don't say things like it's, it's nobody's fault but everybody else's. <laughs> You know, and, and don't say things like, oh, you know, our communication is good. Have we done everything right? No. Have we gotten the quarterback position right? No. But everything else, oh, it's fine. It's fine. We're cool. You know, I mean, and, and, and today, I, I, they can win, but, of course, it's fair. So they can find every every single way to screw it up. And... I hear you. No, no, I hear you, Colin. You're, you're right about that. The truth is that it wasn't so much that the MAC deal was a bad move. I think in retrospect, the problem was that, you made the Khalil Mack trade, and you went all in when you were convinced that Mitch Trubisky was was going to be was, the answer as right, well. Right, right. And so you limited the resources you had to go ahead and make the offense better, and you were already in a process where, you know, Mitch had – had you, you thought you had the guy. And so yes. the problem was you were pairing – You traded up because you thought you had the guy. Yeah, and so you – by – Making the Mac deal, it made sense. He was going to be the compliment, and all of a sudden, if you had the right quarterback, things might have played out differently. I don't think anybody will say that the 2018 season wasn't a blast and wasn't worth it. Right. Khalil Mack, remember, when he, he played his first game against the Packers, they lost oh that gosh. game, yeah. but he showed you why with without almost any practice that week, remember, he came out and played like the force that everybody expected him to be. Yes. Will he ever be close to that again? I don't know, but... I, I think I think Cullen's right. It's it wasn't so much the deal was uh, a bad move. It was the fact that you didn't have the right quarterback in place 
to work with Khalil Mack. Right. And I have Correct. been reminded by my man, Jim Gleffy, who's been listening. He wanted, he said it was the counterpoint to Allen Robinson being out. You're not, oh, oh, right, you're right, not right. concerned Thank you. about Allen Robinson because of the uh, chemistry yes. that Fields has with Darnell right. Mooney. But I'll say this. As good as they are, Allen Robinson does command coverage. And he, he listen, he makes it difficult on secondaries to double and bracket Darnell Mooney. Correct. Now, without Robinson not on the field, and we know that Brashard Perriman's not here to save the day. <laughs> That's been our ongoing joke on the pregame show. He's not. He's, he's no not longer still, here to save the day. Yeah, we wish him well. Um, who is going to be – is Marquise Goodwin going to be able to provide a capable threat on the other side of Darnell Mooney so that the Ravens don't have to focus all their attention on Darnell Mooney? You know, Cole Clement. Right. That's you know what? what I was going to say. Cole Clement be could, be, could be that could be very good for them. And and finishing that that Pittsburgh game, what did Justin even say? He's like Cole came up to me and he was like, "We're close. We're getting so close." And I feel like that young nucleus is offensively is getting there. And we heard a bit from Jimmy Graham as well, saying like like he's been able to kind of mentor some of them along, especially Cole. I think that's huge for them in their development and trying to find that chemistry with a quarterback who. God willing is here for the long haul, right? Like this is this is the quarterback that they have wanted and needed. Now, I mean, is it too late for Khalil Mack style defense? Maybe, but what we have is what we know, right? Like we know that this is a young group that can move forward. And yes, having Cole Komet be productive today, getting that connection with Darnell Mooney to continue, David Montgomery another game back. He feels great coming out of that bye week and being active that first game against the Steelers looked like himself again. So that that's very promising for this offense. Let's go on out to Skokie and say good morning to Gideon. He He's still not concerned, or I'm sorry, he's still not confident that the Bears are in a good position without Lamar. Hey, Gideon, what's going on, bud? Hey, Meller and Meller, good morning. Um, So ever since Friday when the the news broke about Khalil Mack going on the injured reserve, um, I've, I've just been depressed about the Bears and in a rut and didn't have any faith in them winning this game. And even with Lamar Jackson being out, I still don't have any faith. And what even makes me more depressed, and I'm, I know, Dion, you were really positive a moment ago, and I'm sorry to, like, bring this negativity here, but I, like, I had that realization that our team was built around Khalil Mack, and now we have to, like, build around Roquan Smith and Justin Fields, and, like, I have faith in both of them, but it's building such a new team, and I don't have any faith in Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy being able to build a team around either of them because they haven't shown us that they can build a team. So I'm I'm still depressed right now, and I'm sorry to bring this negativity to the show. It's okay. We appreciate honesty and transparency. It's okay. We want you to speak your mind. Mm-hmm. We're just – the pregame is about being positive. <laughs> I don't know about that. You bring the positivity. You are I'm trying. You're definitely I'm trying. the uh, you're the sunshine on our show. I, well, I fully expect yeah, Tyler Huntley to, to become a household name in Baltimore after today. So yeah, listen, like Roquan Smith's a nice piece. There's nothing you know that's nothing to be upset about as a Bears fan. The question is, you know, can Robert Quinn continue to be the force on the other side of the ball? Yeah. Without Khalil Mack there now, and also without Akeem Hicks, I think, and without Eddie Jackson, right? I think I think the problem you look at, you say, okay, you know, you know, Mario Edwards is going to have to step up. You know, Angelo Blackston is going to have to step up and play. Uh, without, um, like, 
personal fouls and without being, making themselves about penalties, please. That's I mean, what I was we, getting at. Yes, that would be good. Those two. I mean, they, every single game. Every single yeah, game. Yes. I have no space or patience for this. I'm with None. you. Those the, and, and again, that is an indictment to me on the head coach. Same. When the same guys continually it's the same guys. Have, have, in, have issues with uh, personal fouls, it's problematic to me. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, we will continue to talk about it. They were it. my children. So help me. <laughs> they would be grounded for sure. So if they were we'd be children. taking away screen time. That's all I'm saying. She's Deanne Miller. I'm Jeff Miller. This is the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show here on ESPN 1000. We're live from the Prospect Heights location, Points Bet Sportsbook on ESPN 1000. Up next, we will check in. With Teddy Greenstein of PointsBet, we'll get you the latest info and how the line has moved now that Lamar Jackson is indeed inactive. We'll do that next. This hour is brought to you by Northwestern. Teddy Greenstein's Northwestern. Northwestern basketball, Chicago's Big Ten team. College basketball is back. Join Coach Collins and the Wildcats at Welsh Ryan Arena for matchups with DePaul, Illinois, and more. Tickets on sale now at nusports.com. Live from the PointsBet Sportsbook in Prospect Heights, this is the ESPN Chicago PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000. It is our pleasure now. It's that time of the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show when we have the opportunity to chat with our friends, the Northwestern alumnus. <laughs> I think he was one of ten people out at Wrigley Field yesterday kicking were, field goals. There were a couple and, dozen people there kicking field goals and taking names. Teddy am, I, am I being too generous, Teddy? Uh, are you talking about this morning or yesterday? <laughs> When was when did you kick that field goal? Yesterday? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I didn't want to clear the field yesterday. I let the big boys actually play. So okay. the thing you saw on Twitter was from okay. this morning. Okay. It was actually crowded out there, guys. I mean, and honestly, I went to the game there yesterday, too. They got a good crowd. So, Northwestern, hey, they actually scored two offensive touchdowns and okay. uh, led people on the field today. So, it's been a good uh, couple days around Wrigley. All right, there you go. All right, All so right. we've done the uh, – the, the How far was the field goal? Well, I said 30 on Twitter, Dion, which I realized was a total lie. It was 25, but maybe good from 30. So that's what I'm uh, hanging on to. Teddy, I will admit that I have covered the NFL for several decades, and I still get thrown off by the yardage on a field goal. So it's okay. I get it. I, mean, I, I can at least admit that. I love the arbitrary. Yeah, I was going to say, Sunday morning, my math brain is way off. So it was an innocent <laughs> mistake, I promise. I love that, though, the arbitrary. Oh, it's good from 30. Easy. 30. Easy. Easy. <laughs> good from 30. Maybe 35. Chip shot. Chip all right, shot. Teddy. Good from 27. Uh, <laughs> what we've been waiting for all morning, we got the word. Lamar Jackson yeah. is inactive. All right, so tell us, how is this swinging things on the points bet sportsbook app for uh, all the players out there today? Seriously, brilliant move by you guys to make sure that uh, you waited to have me until now because that is some ginormous news. And this line has been just like yo-yoing all week. It opened at seven. The Ravens were mm-hmm. seven-point favorites when points bet opened this baby. And then it got down to like four, and then it really settled at five. And then I saw it go as low as one after the Lamar Jackson news came out a bit ago. Just glanced at it, one and a half points. So the Ravens are still favored by one and a half. The money line is almost square. A really fascinating situation 
Uh, sports betting wife locked in the Bears earlier this week, plus four and a half. She's quite proud of that. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, this is a lesson sometimes for waiting until the end because 80% of the handle we have is on the Ravens. Now, it's not to say that the Ravens, you know, still won't get it done. But if you waited and waited and waited it out and you like the Ravens, you could have gotten them now minus one and a half. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. And how about that over under now? It looks like it's up to, uh, it's been, it's dropped actually to 40 and a half. Mm-hmm. What, what do you do with that? Because that is a pretty low total. And considering yeah. the fact though that Tyler Huntley is now going to be under center for the Ravens, I mean, any advice for the folks out there? What do you do with that? I mean, I don't usually do a ton with totals. Um, I just remember that, uh, you know, the Monday Night Bears game a couple weeks ago and everybody was jamming the under, you know, against the, and it certainly went over. Also went over against the 49ers, so I'm not getting too frisky on that one. But what I look at is, all right, we know the Ravens are a good team, but, like, is everybody aware of how many passing yards this team allows? Because they're allowing 283.3 passing yards a game, and that's worse than my New York Jets, which are 283.2. So when you're looking at some props here, I mean, Justin Fields over under passing total, 200.5. And we know how far over he exceeded that, you know, last game with his uh, career high. So I think right now you got to stare at these props and you got to say, hey, what's the scenario here? And then here's the other one. You guys are going to get to these boosters, right? These boosters that you can bet in our three locations, uh, a couple of them are fascinating. No, you bring it up. So uh, the Justin Fields to throw two touchdown passes and the Bears to win, that was plus 400, but it looks like it's plus 500 right now, Teddy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Meller, are you willing to throw some down for sports betting wife if I Venmo you some cash? Because, I mean, these have to be done in person, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, We can make that happen, Teddy, because we are out at the Prospect Heights location. I kind of – all right, now I'm I'm a newbie when it comes to all this betting stuff, but I kind of want to play that. That sounds – All right, well – All right, Teddy. Am I I crazy, Teddy? I think we finally – No, I know. I mean (laughs) – We finally intrigued Dion enough. She, you, we can wet her whistle. We can get her started. This is it. Justin Fields to throw two touchdowns and a Bears win without Lamar Jackson starting inactive oh my gosh, today. I'm already I'm like nervous. I haven't even placed the bet. The special, the special points bet booster gets you to plus five hundred. So I think we're gonna get we're gonna make a player out of here sooner rather than later. It looks like. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, we have to be realistic about the fact that Justin Fields has thrown a total of four touchdown passes all season. He's never had more than one in a game. But when you combine the fact that it is plus 500, so five to one on your money, and, you know, a Bears victory looks much more realistic, and the Ravens allow a ton of passing yards and a decent number of passing touchdowns, you cannot tell me that is not worth a flyer. Now, hopefully Allen Robinson is healthy. Are we getting reports on him? Ah, uh, no. inactive. inactive. That is a no-go. Oh, dang. But, Just but, we felt so good about it. But but truth be told, I'm with you. I think the possibility here, if the Bears are going to win this one, it, it's it's. I'd be surprised if it happens without Justin Fields throwing at least touchdown, two touchdown, two touchdown passes. passes. Yeah, it's one of those situations yeah. where I love the combo, and it's a good boost plus 500 if you make the play here at a points bet in. Uh, on location. Again, we're at the Prospect Heights location, but you can also check out the Crestwood location or the one at Hawthorne. So plenty of options for you. The the uh, the booster, the special booster there. They've also got the uh, the Dion Miller name, name of bet, bet, Teddy. I'm liking that. So David Montgomery's longest rush will be over 19 yeah. and a half, plus 175. That's incredibly appealing. I mean, all yes. the guy has to do is have one 20-yard run and it's big time plus money. So plus 175, Dion, you know what this means now. 
if you throw down a hundred, you profit one seventy five. So you get two seventy five back. So they've made these name of bets, um, the in person name of bets, really intriguing. But I mean, I will sweat the entire game until. I mean, like, <laughs> not I if he does like, it on his first carry. <laughs> it, it'd be so scary. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about it. I'll mix it too. There's also the Jeff Miller name of bet. I'm not going to lie, Teddy. Don't feel great about this one, the Bears defense, to record four-plus yeah. sacks. It's plus 300. But what I'll tell you is the moment that Lamar Jackson is made inactive, all of a sudden, rookie quarterback Tyler Huntley's under center. Maybe he's a little bit nervous. Maybe things uh, get away from him. All of a sudden, the possibility seems a little bit more advantageous than it did just 15 minutes ago. Jeff, preach to the choir. I wouldn't have touched that one, and now <laughs> it's in play. No, no, but also, you know, I've looked at the stats. All right, the Bears average 2.8 sacks a game. That's fifth in the NFL. Baltimore allows 3.1. That's the third highest. So you would have said, okay, the total is probably going to be three sacks, and for this to hit, it's four. And that was with Lamar Jackson. So now I think four comes into play, and again, plus 300. So it's not like... You know, you have to hit this, but, but if you can hit a plus 300, 25, 30% of the time, the math says you bet it. There you go. All the, all, that's all the numbers you need. All right, Teddy. Teddy, you, can I ask this? You need to come Teddy. join us on location sometimes so you can teach me all of the things to do so that I don't, so that I don't sweat so bad when I want to place a bet. Uh, hundred percent. I would come today, but humble brag, I'm actually headed to Soldier Field. I'm going to be in the points bet luxury suite. So excited oh. about that one. Dion, we just uh, produced a 30-minute TV show called Points Bet 101 that goes through everything. So I'm going to send you the link to that. And Thank then, uh, yes, any other questions, I'll show up for one of these lives. And anything you can think of, fire at me. No, I, send me the show. Send it to me. We'll do. Probably. I'll also I'll, I'll also add that that was not a, a not so humble humble brag. There, I know. Teddy. <laughs> no one likes to show off, Teddy. Green, we're we're going to let you get back to your uh, extending your range. You're 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 not in Justin Tucker's class just yet, but he'll be out there at Soldier Field with you, so you could take that in. Maybe uh, look for a few pointers from him as he approaches his field goal attempts later today. All right, Teddy. Thanks for joining us, man. Enjoy it, guys. Take care. That's Teddy. That's Teddy Greenstein of PointsBet. We are at the PointsBet Sportsbook in Prospect Heights today. Come out and join us. Take advantage of any of those extra boosters, those ESPN 1000 boosters available on location for you. I'm Jeff Meller alongside Deanne Miller. We'll continue to talk about Bears-Ravens today. We'll check in with Jeff Dickerson also about 15 minutes from now. And we've got Deanne Miller's notebook. Plenty more to come in two minutes on ESPN 1000.